Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experience of some called Jason, and joining me today is... And token Super Baby 2 fan, Tarky. BDL113. And the Todd Bob. And as everybody out there probably knows, and if you don't, stop listening at this point and go watch the trailer. Uh, we've got a trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be going over it, probably throwing out some of our own theories, or some theories we read online. Danny, why don't you give us a rundown of what happened in the trailer? Alright, uh, in the trailer, uh, one of the first things you see is what you assume is maybe Tokyo or some city being destroyed by what appears to be Godzilla and people running down into like either subway tunnel or something. And then uh, you have an overview of Kong on a uh, large boat being brought from Skull Island to what appears to be somewhere somewhere mainland. Uh, you've got scenes of Godzilla or possibly Godzilla uh, scooting through the water, cutting ships in half with his back spines. And jumping up onto the flatbed that's carrying uh, Kong, and Kong giving him a great right hook. And then commences flashes of other things going on. Kong back on Skull Island fighting some monsters. And you've got a scene where Kong and uh, Godzilla look to be in some sort of downtown city that's all lit up neon. And Kong's jumping off a building with what appears to be a uh, axe in his hand. And Godzilla is hitting him with a flame breath, and the axe head is blocking it. So, that's the basic rundown. Wow, that was actually very brief. I'm, I'm proud of you, Danny. <laughs> well, Jennifer has been saying I've talked too much. Cut my cut my dialogue down, so... <laughs> that's it. That was very brief. <laughs> uh... But there was, you know, other than that, that one right hook, there was there was a little bit of more fighting between them on the on yeah. the ship. Uh, I particularly like the scene where Godzilla's back in the water, and you see him, you know, let loose with the fire breath, and you basically got Kong kind of jumping off the ship as it blows up with with really yeah. a startled look on his face. Yeah. Oh, uh, on online I saw somebody describe that where Kong is up in the air jumping a John McClane moment because they had a picture side by side of John McClane jumping off the jumping off the roof. You're jumping off the roof of the Nakatomi building and Kong jumping off and they've got that same kind of body pose. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. For some reason to me through a lot of the trailer, it looked like Godzilla was smaller than he should have been. Like something about like the camera angles, how they were filming or something just made it look not sized right to me. If you start getting into some of the uh, uh, fan theories, and... don't give away the fan theory yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying from what I saw from the trailer specifically, it's just like, yeah, some of the shots he does look smaller than he ought to be. Yeah. But also, the the jokes from the trailer have been funny to me. Which jokes? Uh, there's my favorite one. One of my favorite ones is. Uh, fans listing their reasons why they'd win the fight, 
and you have the Godzilla side of like its statistics and stats and all this number crunching and like he can breathe this you know this hot with his breath all yada 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 yada. And then on the King Kong side, it goes big monkey, and that's it. <laughs> and it just made me laugh. With an axe. No, it's not even spelled. The monkey isn't even spelled with a Y. It's just yeah, big it's monkey. With e. Yeah, it just ends with an E. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I found it funny. One, one something similar that you you know why Kong wins versus Godzilla. Kong's a tool user. I was about to bring that one up. Talked to a buddy at work. That was the first thing I brought up was Kong's new power. He can use tools. Not even really new. He used tools in Skull Island. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? Well, he did. Yeah, he would yank up a tree and use it as a club. Yeah, use the tree as a club. Hell, he killed that skull crawler when he realized, oh, there's something sharp on the end of this. Mm-hmm. And he takes him, cuts him up with it. Hell, he was using uh, trees as spears when he was taking out the fucking helicopters. Yep. One of those helicopters, yeah, he, the took first down, he threw the damn yeah. thing. And that, it, was, that was the first one. Is that, uh, huh, what's that? And it's a tree that hits him. <laughs> yeah. And there ain't no hand attached to it. It's like, oh, crap. Yep. I like these new noises. Well, that's, but that's been the thing is is on the Godzilla side of things. They go, well, they had to give him an axe. And that's like they pulled it out of the ass. You, if you watch King of the Monster, you ain't got no room to complain about shit. Because Godzilla was Goku at the end of that damn thing. They pulled every fucking trick in the book to have him manage to beat King Ghidorah. Yeah. Well, he got juiced up with radiation. Well, ain't enough. Well, he gets juiced up with Mothra. Now he's burning Godzilla. Well, nah, dude, come on. It ain't like Godzilla just fought Ghidorah head up and won. Godzilla had all kind of fucking help. Now, let's be fair. Ghidorah had advantages in that one, too, though. Yeah, but you know, he pulled in electricity it, it, like Godzilla was pulling in radiation, and running around in the modern world means he had a lot to draw from. Yeah, but now I, I agree with you that they were Gokuing him. Yeah, they, nah, they, you know, that was kind of because because he Gokuing him. It would I wouldn't have said anything if it would have been just well they hit him with an oxygen destroyer, they hit him with a nuke to to revive him. Okay, that's Godzilla as it stands. That shit, well, now Mothra dies on top of him. He absorbs Mothra, and now he's burning Godzilla. And that, nah. No, that's some Goku shit. Because he was already, they ramped him up with the bomb. And Ghidorah took him and dropped his ass from orbit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in comparison to that, a monkey creating a tool which is something that apes actually do. Yep. They are tool users. Yeah, that, that's a no harm, no foul. You got to come up with something better than that shit. Hey, watch, watch, if you don't believe it, watch Discovery Channel or pull it up on the internet. Uh, monkeys with just about every variety from the tiny ones all the way up to the great apes, they will use tools, whether it be a rock, a stick, a, a, a piece of bone. Yeah, yeah they, that's that's... You know, create, creating an axe is a little bit further than that. But you're pretty what? sure Kong was, you know, above baseline animal intelligence back in yeah. his first movie. Well, also just 
as the surface area of brain, he has more. And yeah. that's yeah. how you think. And he got, and he got thumbs. Yep. <laughs> Opposable thumbs. And long arms. <laughs> Hell, yeah. if you had if you had King Kong boxing, I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he, he he has enough brain capacity that it would make sense to see him physically fighting in a form, in a consistent form. Thing is, like I said, that's one of those they whine about that. Well, you know, they if they want to apply real world science to it, which I don't know why you would on a giant monster. But anyway, apes are unbelievably fucking strong. <laughs> yep. And a chimpanzee, a chimpanzee is six times stronger than a human. Which what the they heck? can rip your face off. Yeah, and they, yeah, and rip your junk out. <laughs> a a gorilla of that size, how would you feel if he just grabbed Godzilla and, and broke him? Hey, he took him and he ripped something off. Oh, it's his jaw cracked. Well, yeah. if you look closely at the axe, I think that's what he's done. Yeah. Yeah, the pressure yeah, of that axe blade is one of Godzilla's spines. spines. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's the reason why it's absorbing the breath is because it's 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 a back spine. <laughs> you won't need to. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure Godzilla just, uh, you know, shed one and Kong finds it. As long as Kong has been running around, not Kong, as long as Godzilla's been running around and fighting in the movie universe that they've got here, I'm sure between one of his fights with either the the, the bat-looking creatures from the first movie or Ghidorah or one of them, yeah, some of his spines probably got knocked loose. So, you know, one of them companies like either uh, and Kong just happened to find one. He went to the store and he bought one. And no, he I bet you see Kong tear that sucker off. Yeah, he probably would rip that motherfucker. But, you know, I'm sure they've been experimenting with that stuff, whether it's Apex or uh, Monarch. Well, you know, that one guy from King of the Monsters has got one of uh, Ghidorah's head. Ghidorah's head, yeah. so, yeah. That was actually my buddy at work joking about, uh, you know, they'll fight, and then they'll team up, and then they'll fight, you know, Ghidorah. He's like, or, uh, and he's... I had the name in my head immediately. He struggled for a second and then came up with like Mega King Ghidorah. Yeah. And that's that's the rumor. The rumor is you get a fight between them that establishes a victor and then the two of them have to team up to go fight something else. Oh, uh, one of the things I was watching, I, you know, I watched the trailer and somebody else's review on it I was watching uh, made quick points to point out about the, the scene behind the... You, a uh, young scientist's head on the screen behind him where it, you know, says battery power X amount, saying that that's the blueprints for uh, Mechagodzilla. And the uh, he said, I noticed something else when I slowed the trailer down looking for little Easter egg shots. That scene that I mentioned at the beginning where you've got the folks running down into the tunnel and the, what appears to be Godzilla in the background, He the way he slowed it down on, on the frames is... It looks like a a mechanized Godzilla, like similar to what the old school, you know, 60s, 70s, you know, Mecha Godzilla mm -hmm. looked like. And even the fact, like when the Godzilla jumps up on the uh, barge where uh, Kong is chained up, talks about how when his uh, feet hit the thing, there's sparks coming up. There's a spot on one of his shoulders that kind of has a metallic sheen to it, even his teeth 
when they stop the frame have a metallic look to it so who knows that was kind of my guess from jump who was oh it's neat yeah it's probably mechagodzilla this because because that's just it there's no secret that mechagodzilla's in the damn thing because they fucked up and at one of the toy fairs and they got a picture of the toy yeah yeah mechagodzilla's in the damn thing and i figured they're doing in this sense because that's one thing i like about the guy that did King of the Monsters, you can tell he's a fan of the shit. And in the uh, Showa era in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, the, the original one, the one that was Godzilla versus the Bionic Monster when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's how Godzilla shows up. Mechagodzilla shows up in a Godzilla suit. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. His roar yeah. ain't right. His flame is the wrong color. And he beats the living hell out of Van Gears. And he beats him bloody. And, you know, and as a little kid, you sitting there go, oh, what the hell's going on here? And he's rampaging until he gets hit with breath from off from off screen. And then there are two Godzilla standing there. Yeah. And it's once uh, the beam weapons in a react, it's explosive. It blows up. Godzilla goes flying back. The other Godzilla goes flying back, and a chunk of the meat is knocked off, and you see metal up under there. Yeah. And then once the jig's up, yeah, they just burn the whole suit off, and you got Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. So you think that's what they're doing here is a throwback to that? Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I think. That's what I figure. I'm figuring that's the reason why they're going, you know, Godzilla's attacking people, and they can't understand why. I'm I'm almost wondering if if old boy from the first one, the one that ended up with Ghidorah's head, just went fuck it to hell. I'm gonna create me a monster and wipe out mankind. Yeah, that, or that's what he's I, gonna I, create a monster, get mankind to go after Godzilla, and just figures mankind will lose. Yeah, that could yeah. work too. I know from the uh, from the trailer, and then from uh, what this other thing I was watching. The young uh, scientist, the young Asian scientist, is supposed to be the son of the uh, guy that died that set the nuke off in the first sure. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure enough. Supposed to be his son. And based on one of the reviews somebody overseas did of it, it was one of those things of, oh, he's bitter about how his dad died and he wants revenge. So that's another thing that, for me, in my head as a nerd, going, oh, vengeful son yeah i'll team up with a bad guy to get revenge for my dad dying but see i'd hate that i would do because the dad explained in no uncertain terms hey i'm cool with this and doing this of my own volition the entire time mm-hmm. yeah and that would be him just spitting in the face of his own father for shits and giggles of it and, the, and on, the... on the other hand he could on the other hand he might not be working with the bad guy and just still be a little bit bitter about his father dying yeah, yeah. Trick is though, Shirazawa would probably be hailed as a hero, cause oh, it ain't like it ain't like Ghidorah wasn't terraforming the planet. Ghidorah mm-hmm. was an enemy. Yeah. Unlike any other Ghidorah, I mean, the original one, they talked about Ghidorah being an alien, but it never really made a hell of sense. That would have made sense. You went, yep, that son bitch shows up at your planet. That's he, it. He is an extinction level event. Yeah. yeah. Well, and another thing you could always have, it could be aliens. Yep. The original Mecha Godzilla was was brought to Earth by aliens. This is true. 
Ghidorah is an alien. So, for, you know, for all you know, that was, you know, that was a bioweapon. Yeah, yeah. Which were, you know, again, with that guy being kind of a fan of the old shit, Godzilla fought a whole hell of a lot of bioweapons. Mm-hmm. A lot of alien monsters, or space yeah. monsters. My, my, my personal vote, well, if they didn't do uh, the aliens from the third planet from the black hole, which were essentially monkeys, you know, they were eight people, I would vote for the sentient cockroaches that brought Gigan. <laughs> but then we'd have to have Guy again. I yeah, I know. It was damn cockroaches. You're sitting here saying this, and then you, if you've got a generation of folks that have never watched all those movies, going, "What? Yeah, he's serious." Oh, I love, yeah. I love Gigan. I thought it was yeah, one of the neatest designs of the old ones. Yeah, Gigan was actually one that hell I was hoping they were going to bring back, and then when they did it in Final Wars, I didn't like the design of it. I like the fact they changed to have chainsaw hands. See, I like the hooks. I like the hooks, and you know, for an old school fan like me, he was the he was the first something that made Godzilla bleed. Up until then, you'd never seen Godzilla bleed, and Gigan flew by and blood shot out of his arm. It was like, oh, this Joker ain't playing. That's what happens when you have a buzzsaw stomach. That's true. Yep. That helps. What you got? I got a buzzsaw in my stomach. How does that work? Like don't this. Ask, don't ask stupid questions. It works like this. Burn. <laughs> Only dumb one in that first one in Godzilla versus Gigan was Angiris. Because he does that. He cuts on the buzzsaw and Angiris for some reason charges him. Head on. And blood splatters the screen. It's like, why the hell did he do that? Well, nothing else has cut him before. Because he's a big mutated dinosaur. He doesn't know what a buzzsaw is. I want to say by the time you got the Godzilla versus uh, Gigan is the one that, hell, if you see the Japanese version, they actually have like word bubbles where they talking to each other. And they do the whole backwards uh, record thing where it's and they have like bubbles where if you read Japanese, yeah, you're reading it like a damn comic book. Hell of movies got, they went from horror movies to what the, what the hell are you smoking? Well, it became popular with children once it was giant monster fights. Yeah, so get Godzilla started drop, targeting drop people. people. Which is which is cool, except Godzilla versus Hedorah is in that same time period. No, it's it Godzilla versus Hedorah is just a LSD trip. And and anybody listening to this, if you have HBO Max, yeah, it, Godzilla versus Hedorah is on there. In fact, a whole lot of old school Godzilla movies on that. Just go to the uh, Turner Classic Movies section. It's a ton of and yeah. Godzilla versus Hedorah's on there, and now it, it's a seventies acid trip, and brutal as hell. Cause that's it's one of them that's really rare for that time period because you see civilian deaths. Yep. Cause when Hedorah flies around, it leave it leaves a trail of uh, sulfuric acid behind it, so you see people dropping dead and turning into skeletons behind it. Yep. Yeah, cause it was a whole kind of acid rain. Yeah. Call yeah. out pollution thing. Yeah. Oh uh, well, Godzilla versus Hedorah. When I was a kid, and saw it the first time. It was called Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Yeah, over here. Yeah. The to be fair, since we've already gone off topic, 
That were was Bono's first thing he wrote, movie wise. Really? Yeah, he wrote Godzilla vs. Dora. Then the next year he wrote Starving Zahara, which was a documentary, and then some other stuff. Like he did things earlier. He was a director. He he directed one movie before Hedora. And he had he had done a few things here and there, but movie wise that was his first movie. That to write, yeah, and his second movie to direct. So he was he was he was fresh on the scene. So to get back to uh, Godzilla versus Kong, he's uh, also the executive producer on Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, good. yeah. He was also the executive producer for Godzilla and King of the Monsters. So he was you got this. Uh, you got this little girl. That looks like I'm assuming. It, I'm assuming the woman that's taking care of her is, you know, like a monarch researcher or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You never see the girl speak, though she seems to be able to communicate with Kong. So I'm assuming she's one of the natives of Skull Island because you know they were. Yeah, they were kind of yeah. psychic. Yeah. And the woman makes the comment about she had nowhere to go. So I'm wondering if the people on Skull Island have gotten wiped out in some kind of way. It's possible. Because yeah. one thing nobody's really talking about is those war bands. You know, the, the big, look like uh, winged snakes that yeah. you see Kong fighting. Because you got more, you're going to have more monsters in this thing than just King Kong and Godzilla. You, you, know, what I, you know what monster I want to see? Who's that? The, the big tusked guy from King of the Monsters that never did anything in King of the Monsters. Oh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Behemoth? Yeah, I think that's what they, what they were calling him. The one that looked the most like Kong? The one that was essentially... Well, no, that wasn't the one that was essentially a mountain. But I know which one you're talking about. The one that was, yeah, like an elephant without the without the trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because I'd like to see him do so. What is to this guy? And he'd be a good warm-up be... fight for Kong. I walk, I walk around. But uh, anyway, back to the little girl. Uh, like I said, I'm wondering what happened to her people. Uh, I'm wondering, almost wondering, if they're going to use her almost like the fairies, you know, like they use the fairies from Mothra. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm figuring she's going to be like the fairies from Mothra and uh, what was her name, Miki, uh, Miki from uh, the Hisei era of Godzilla films. You know, you had that little, you had the yeah. girl that was a psychic. Mm-hmm. Well, that was one of the things on that uh, thing I was watching. The guy was talking about, you know, he stops the thing where it shows the the like the big war board, and you know. Uh, conspiracy theory board and one of the things was are humans becoming uh, telepathic due to the exposure to the radiation of these monsters and he referred back to the old school movies how you had folks that were telepathic due to you know growing up around them and you know that was one of Monarch's little pet projects mm-hmm. but yeah that's what I'm guessing and, and it gives Kong a relation to people yeah, which is a King Kong is a Kong trait. They he relates to people. An- another like, thing with Kong way. was the uh, the giant handprint where Kong, as people said, Kong looks like it's trying to like remember something while it's putting its hand on a handprint that's its size. 
I'm assuming what? that was its parent, one of its parents' handprint. Yeah, yeah. And it, that's basically him going, you know, seeing that he's, you know, kind of seeing that he's full grown now. Or if you listen to the voiceover and it's it, that's not dependable because the way they chop stuff up, mm-hmm. it and the cave paintings that you see in King of the Monsters, it implies that there was a war between Kong species and Godzilla species, and that those two are just the last of them. Yeah, that may be another reason why when they go, well, he's got an axe. Well, if it's if it's something, if it's a kind of species battle, you could see it knowing how to fight something like Godzilla. Mm, that's possible. Uh, let's see. That's the trick is, you know, the thing, the thing, the Titans in the MonsterVerse, the animals, but they ain't quite animals. <laughs> you know, it's it's a little. They have histories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, shit went down a couple thousand years ago or yeah. longer. Yeah, and they were alive to both see and do it. Yeah, you know what? Well, that wasn't Godzilla's first time fighting Ghidorah mm-hmm. or Mothra or Rodan because you had the cave paintings. Yeah, as I was say, if, if you go back to the end of the King of Monsters, where they show all the cave paintings, even some of the well, that's Kong Skull Island. Yeah, Kong Skull Island ends with you know when they bring in uh, Tom Hilston and uh, Brie Larson. And they showed them the cave paintings, and it's Godzilla and Rodan, it's Godzilla and Mothra, it's Godzilla and King Ghidorah. Yeah, but I'm talking like at the end of the the other one where they're showing you some of the old pencil drawings, you know, that date back to the seafaring days, and they're showing, oh, we caught a sea serpent, and it's the skeleton of something. It, yeah, yeah. I'm going, okay, yeah, that that could have been one of them uh, bat flying things that Kong's throwing around just without the wings. It was the thing a... is, you know, they've never they've never established what it was that set John Goodman's character off. Because remember, he was on a boat that got attacked by something, which is the which is where he why how he ended up either founding Monarch or something like that in the first yeah. place. Yeah. So it it I'm hoping they they go more into it. Hell, even if they go and do a prequel movie to one of them, show us some monsters we hadn't seen before. You know. All right, who's predicting the winner? Uh, who are you predicting the win? Well, you've thrown out a theory, and I'm kind of going along with what you said. I'll put the theory out. Mm-hmm. My theory is Kong is going to win that, because, and the context clues are this. Ghidorah's proper name is King Ghidorah. He was monster, you know, he's monster zero. And he becomes King Ghidorah. He he's the alpha. He's the king of the monsters for most of Godzilla, king of the monsters. Yeah. So you had King Ghidorah. Godzilla's tagline, which comes from the American dub of the original, is Godzilla, king of the monsters. Godzilla, at the end of King of the Monsters, is literally king of the monsters. Yeah. But if you notice, Kong's proper name is King Kong, but it's Kong Skull Island. It's Godzilla versus Kong. And at some point, you're going to have King Kong. And for you to have King Kong, he's got to take out Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's either got to kill him or hurt him bad enough that Godzilla bows to him. I don't see Godzilla bowing to shit. No. <laughs> I can see Godzilla retiring. Yeah, I got my ass beat bad enough. I'm just going to go over here. But I'm, I'm going to go live under this volcano. I don't, I, don't see him, I don't see him bowing to a damn thing. 
like I said, you will likely have. They say that there's a flat out winner though, so yeah, they're, they're not going to do the ambiguous kind of thing they did with the original. Yeah, I, and I know who the all out winner is. The construction companies that get to rebuild all that stuff, they're the ones that's going to make the money. Shutting. Bullshit. And besides, you know, me and Jason going back and forth at the end of the first one, where I was like, that's going to fuck up the world economy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Anything that comes by ship, you're going to have to pay a billion dollars for because motherfuckers are not going to get out on the sea with shit like that. Well, it depends on how many of them are ocean-faring. And how easily you can keep track of them. Tricky is I was proven right. Because at the beginning of King of the Monsters, shit is fucked up. Because they realize, oh shit, <laughs> giant monsters exist. But anyway, so Godzilla vs. Kong is the title is the card, you know, title card match. There's a side match I want to see. Because also in the trailer you see, uh, oh, what's her name, Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah. You know, who was in King of the Monsters? You see her character's back. I want her and the little psychic girl to fight. Because <laughs> clearly she's Team Godzilla and the little psychic girl is Team Kong. So they should box? Yes. I mean, the psychic girl is little, but, you know, she looks feisty. I think she can I think she can hold her own. Put a box of Eggos between them and see which one wins. That is not 11. <laughs> she plays 11. I know she plays 11. I was being sarcastic. But that's no. what I want to see. I want to see the two fan girls go at it. You can have the whole thing like hell of a damn uh, <laughs> That could be the people plot. That could be the people plot. They're fighting. Millie's character's still got her father. Psychic chick's got like her adopted mother. It could be like a parent trap thing going on in the background. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm calling. Romantic subplot. Strange I thing. I just, I just don't want that in Godzilla. Nobody ever wants for people plotting a Godzilla movie, but it's always there. Yeah. I hey, to be fair, I like the people plotting Final Wars. Well, yeah, because the people plotting Final Wars. Super Sentai. Yeah, they had basically invented the cops from uh, uh, Crackdown. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I yeah. love that shit. <laughs> Because now the question is, are we going to get a video game out of this? Probably not. You probably will get a video game. I have seen some toys, but the ones from SH Monsters are more than I'm willing to pay for because mm. they're like 70 bucks a piece. And I'm sitting there going, God, I'd really like to have a King Kong Godzilla, but damn, I'm not going to pay that for them. <laughs> and you know, they've done monster versus monster fighting games before that worked pretty well. It'd be, they could actually do one. They just probably won't. Color games. You just, you know, hell, that, that last one for uh, PS4, I don't think it got a real big release over here, but hell, it had the 2014 Godzilla in it as an unlockable character. It, it went all the way up to that one, but not as far as Shin. Mm, okay. But I don't know, I don't know what the state of Toho's deal with uh, Legendary is after this one. Originally, they were saying, well, that's it. And then there was some rumblings like pre-COVID that maybe they were going to keep doing some other stuff. So it's... Mm -hmm. Well... Kind of things, I would have lived long enough to see a reboot of King Kong versus Godzilla. I don't care if they do another. 
Well, one thing they could do too is if Kong, you know, Kong winds up winning, they could carry on with Kong because they've established some of their own monsters in this stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, you could look up have Mechanicong. I want Mechanicong. Yeah, I was just thinking. I saw that. I saw as a kid I saw Mechanicong before I saw Mechagodzilla. You and me both. Hell I saw Mechanicong before I saw the original King Kong. Dad tells a funny story is uh we were living in Lebanon, Tennessee, and they had King Kong Day. And they played King Kong versus Godzilla at like noon, and I was gonna try and watch it, and somebody hit a power pole and the power went out. <laughs> I ended up. I, I saw just. I saw just enough of it of Godzilla coming on land, fighting the tanks, and then the and then everything went dark. And by the time they got stuff up and going, it was it been off for God knows how long. But King Kong, the original 1933 one, was coming on that night, and I'm not quite in kindergarten yet. So I'm sitting there trying to watch it, and I'm scared as hell. And Mom goes, "Todd, bedtime," and I take off running. And Dad loves that damn story because he was like, you were scared as hell. And we hadn't even got to Skull Island yet. <laughs> I tell you, you were scared because you were sitting there like patting your foot. Because he was just flat out mocking me a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, when you were little and we get scared, you start doing this. Yeah, you were doing that like gangbusters. Nice. All right, yeah. so who's going to the theater to watch this? Hell no. I got HBO Max, baby. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm sitting yeah. on my couch. I'm sitting on the couch. It would be great to see that big. Yeah. And if I was to hit a lottery or something, I might get a big screen TV to watch it on. But other than that, yeah, no, no. Do you want, do you want me to bring my big screen over to your house? Sure. We'd have to schedule that. <laughs> no, don't make offers you're not, you're not going to back up with. Well, no, I'm just saying we'll have to schedule it. Because, like, I'm only really free on weekends. But, uh, I guess we can go ahead and wrap. I I think it's safe to say, kind of in conclusion, that we're all really looking forward to this. That trailer at least once every day. I haven't gone quite that far, but I've watched it a few times. Well, like I, like I did on a Facebook post, King Kong vs. Godzilla is the first giant monster movie I ever saw. I saw it when I was three years old. Uh, I did the hell when I saw it. I didn't see it from the beginning. I just saw the last fight. And yeah, I have memories tied to my mom and all kinds of shit on that. It's the first Christmas I can remember, all kinds of stuff. So I have loved, I have loved those two giant monsters literally as long as I can remember. So yeah, I'm, I'm jazzed as hell for that one. Shout out to my grandmother who went all over to Paducah looking for her grandbaby who wanted a life-size King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> Grandmama asked me one time, what you want? I was like, I want a life-size King Kong and Godzilla. And God bless that woman's soul. She went all over town looking for some shit that I done made the fuck up of my little child-ass mind. Such are the creativity of children. <laughs> Sit here I sit here to this day going, she had to know that did, that shit didn't make no. <laughs> What's a life-size Godzilla? What story? Did you really what even know what Godzilla was? That shit? 
But she so loved me that that woman called up toy stores asking for that crazy shit that I came up with. Oh, my God. I can't well, imagine people on the other end of the phone. Hey, this woman. Oh, we ain't got no life-size King Kong up in here. Grandmas do a lot of things for their grandbabies. Because my, I could ask my parents for whatever toy it was that had my attention. They'd be like, nope, you got to wait till your birthday or Christmas. Grandma here, I want something. You want such and such? Come on, let's go to the store. Still shit existed. But anyway. Look, oh, no, I'm sorry. I have to jump in here. I asked for stuff that didn't exist yet, and I got two of it. That's how great my family is giving me gifts. How long did you have to wait, though? I had to wait several months. <laughs> I had to wait several months past my birthday. <laughs> I, I think around five or six. It doesn't exist yet. Wait on it. That's what I was told. You don't have to wait till it comes out because it hasn't come out yet. I went. Yeah. Which Gundam was it you okay. were wanting? Uh, Heavy Arms Custom Battle Damaged. That's right. Which I only got one of them. And then 15 years later, we're cleaning up mom and dad's room. And they had bought one and tucked it and hid it in case you didn't get one. And they forgot. <laughs> Nice. So it's still in package. That, oh, that happens nice. a lot. Well, anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap up here. Uh, if you notice something in the trailer we didn't talk about, because there's lots of little Easter eggs, and we didn't bring all those up. Uh, or you've got your opinion on it, or just just want to talk to somebody about how much you're looking forward to it, drop us a line. Uh, you can reach us in the comments below uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. You can email us at the Nerd Eternal at gmail.com and we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter. Please like, share, and subscribe because that actually helps us out with the algorithm. Yep. Oh, yes, this is true. Yep. Uh, if you listen to this, feel free to rank us on your podcatcher, uh, iTunes in particular, or uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it now. Uh, Five-star reviews on that are, are actually very helpful. If, if you have a spouse or significant other, go into their account, log on, let it just play in the background. That way we get more more uses. If you work for YouTube, just up our score in the <laughs> algorithm. I mean, just just really just flagrantly. Just cheat. Just just cheat for us. Hey, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get in trouble with that. Just fuck shit up. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll see y'all next week when we'll talk about who knows what. Uh, and I have been your host for the day. The experience some call Jason, and with me has been. I've been the token life size Tarky. Tarky. CDL 113, the life size droid. Well, I guess now I gotta be the life size Todd Father because I won't be left out. Peer pressure is a son, bitch. <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.